Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 23. Number 23. Uh, this weekend is going to be a really fun weekend. We're doing the whole uh, Friendsgiving thing. Um, I don't think I've ever been a part of uh, one of that, but uh, we do this thing. We have a, a group of us that gets, get together every Monday and we kind of hang out, have fun, eat food. And um, I, I, we did this at one other point in our life. When we used to live in Chicago, we did this with a, a group of people and it was awesome. But to be honest, we haven't done it in a long, long time. And so it's been pretty cool, pretty cool to spend some time with people and pretty cool to be a part of a Friendsgiving. I don't I don't know. It feels like one of those hipster uh, millennial type things. But hey, I'll take it. You know, I'm an old guy. I'm, I'm in for new stuff. So Friendsgiving, here it comes tonight. It's going to be awesome. Going to have a lot of fun. Hey, I have come to understand, you ever get honest with yourself? Like, listen, you just need to deal with this. You need to be honest with yourself. And so here's uh, one thing uh, I have been really honest with myself. And I think to the people around me, it's kind of like, duh. But uh, I love starting things. Like, I really, really love starting things. I'm not super great at finishing things. Like right now, I've been working on redoing a surfboard. It's in my garage. I touch it. I don't know, every other week. But, you know, I just love starting projects. I mean, the idea of it and painting it and putting epoxy, you know, like all of that, you know, I'll watch the YouTube videos. Like I get all excited about it. But uh, to be honest, I just really love starting things. I'm not the best at uh, at finishing things. Like I, I started um, uh, all these businesses kind of things. And so I, I, ha- I have this philosophy, which is like shoot, First, aim second, (laughs) aim second, you know, which is like, you know, hey, uh, I bought T-shirts or I I bought a website and I bought T-shirts, but I have no idea what we're doing. Like, I I think it'll turn into something really great. And that's kind of how I've been. I've done things for most of my career. I mean, I started this uh, nonprofit uh, a while back called Wallets for Water and I was so excited about it and, you know, I had this really great name, really great purpose. You know, I wanted to, you know, bring water to 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 um, villages in India and uh, came up with a, the concept of how we would do that. We'll use some wallets. Well, what kind of wallets? I don't know. But I just like the name. I like the branding. So <laughs> we developed a whole business on just that name, just the, the name. And uh, uh, eventually I, I came to a point where... Um, I was probably three or four years into starting it where I was like, I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's because I had this, like, I got it started. I just had never finished it. And so handed it off to a, another guy and he's still running it. He's doing a great job. Uh, so Waltz for Water, check it out. Uh, but that's kind of how I've been um, throughout my life. And, and that's really exciting. It's really, really exciting to start stuff. Um, but it can be really damaging and really hurtful and hard uh, when you're, you're not completing things or you're not understanding why you're doing what you're doing or why you're living like you're living. Like if you listen to episode 22, we're talking about uh, satisfaction. It's going like, what are we filling our lives with? So for me, you know, what are we feeding our hungry souls with? And, and I think for me, so much of it has been the excitement of starting something and then just being like, eh, I don't know if I have the stamina to really kind of see it all the way way through, which is why this passage for me was just a great reminder. Um, I was in my um, session with my counselor 
And he brought this passage up. And I thought, I think I need to sit in this passage. I think I need to work through it. And I think like so many things and so many passages, I need to bring it here and kind of work through what I've been working through. And one of those epiphanies this week is like, man, I've been really good at starting things, but am I, do I know why um, I do that? Do I know why, you know, a lot of this is that self-talk that's happening inside. And so uh, why is that happening? Why do I do that? Where is that coming from? And so Matthew 6, 33 was one of these beautiful passages that was really helpful for me this week. Um, And it says this, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Starts off like this, seek first, Man, that's hard, right? Seek first the kingdom of God. Like, and I, I think that's where the story for me came uh, for for this episode. And as I was thinking through, that was that, no, no, no. I, I was seeking first all these other things. But he's going, no, you know, I, I was seeking first this idea of starting something cool. Or it wasn't seeking God first. It wasn't seeking the kingdom of God first. And I started to realize that that's really hard really hard because I really love this passage as a 30,000 foot truth, right? It's both a 30,000 foot truth and in an every moment kind of truth. You know what I'm saying? Like it affects the 30,000 foot way in which we see the kingdom of God, in which we view God, but it affects every single thing we do. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I starting first in everything that I'm doing uh, seeking the, the kingdom of God. Like, how am I doing that? You know, how, how is the kingdom of God influencing your marriage or your job or your dating or your singleness or your friendships? Or how is the kingdom of God, uh, how is it affecting your identity? Yeah, that one got me too. Like I I was thinking like, no, 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 the kingdom of God and seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness should affect my marriage and my job and the dating and the singleness and the friendship and all that other stuff. You know, I'm not single, but for some of you, you are, right? But when it came to identity, I was like, oh my gosh, that's huge. Like how am I seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in my identity? And I realized this week that that is a soft spot for me. I think it's like all these other things, but that's the place he wants to meet me. How am I seeking God in that? And I I started to pause and go, I I, I think I've put all of these things, you know, it's the whole me starting a business thing. I'm shooting first without really identifying the target. I'm I'm not even even aiming. I'm just kind of aimlessly walking around and your identity gets wrapped up into some of those things and you feel just lost. And I was like, Am I seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? And is that impacting my identity, who I am? And I realized like, man, I'm not, I'm not sure it is. And so I found myself repenting, found myself reflecting on that. And maybe you need to do the same thing. You're, you're, you got, you're focusing on all these other things that we talked about, but as it relates to your identity, that that tends to be a place that you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm seeking him first there. I think I'm seeking a lot of other things first there, but I'm not sure I'm really seeking him first there. 
because what that will do when we come to that place, it'll start impacting kingdom living, right? He's talking about the kingdom of God. And for a lot of us, we kind of struggle with like, what is the kingdom of God? What is that? What is that all about? Well, it's this, it's God with us and us with God. He is our king. He is our king and he is inviting us. He's like, I've always been the king. And when Jesus came, Emmanuel, God with us, he is with us. The king is here. The theological uh, kind of idea is already the kingdom has is here, but it's not yet been completed. But we are in his kingdom and he is in charge. And, and so, and, and, but we get to also be with him in that, but we have to first stop and pause and go, wait, I'm with the king and the king is here. And, and, and so for me, what that meant was like in my everyday moments, am I pausing and am I, am I realizing like right now, as I record this podcast, God is with me. As you listen to this podcast, whether it's on Wednesday, when it releases or months or years from now, are you realizing as you're listening to this podcast that God is with you? And that, but are we really with him? Are we really identifying with being with him in his kingdom? You know, in John, it, it talks about abide in Christ, abiding in him. Like, not just going like, you're really great. No, I'm going to follow after you. You're awesome. No, no. Are you abiding in him? Because he is abiding in you. It's this idea of a vine in the branches. Like, are, are we connected or do we realize that we are connected with him? Because um, Matthew's going, seek first the kingdom of God. Jesus is saying this you, through Matthew is, is recording it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You have to start there. You have to live like Jesus in his kingdom. Like Ephesians 2, I think it's verse 10, uh, has this idea of um, we are God's poema. Like we are his masterpiece. First off, <laughs> you're a masterpiece. <laughs> Isn't that great? Like you're, you're not some random blob of skin and bones. You're a masterpiece. You have a soul that was knit together by the God of the universe. You're a masterpiece. It says you are his poema. You are his masterpiece. And what is that masterpiece to do? You're made for good works. You're to live out in the kingdom of God, kingdom values to live out who Jesus is. As we read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and if you're looking to start reading somewhere, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Start learning about how Jesus lived his life in the kingdom of God, and you will see, you will see what, what the example of how we're to live. And so our pursuit is this. I need to seek first the way in which Jesus lived his life here on earth, and I'm going to mimic that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to meet with people that nobody wants to meet with, right? But in, in the way that I love, people will look at me and go, oh, he's a friend of sinners, right? By the radical way in which we care for people, 
that it will blow people's mind. They, they say, I mean, what, why is he hanging out with like all the social norms? Jesus is coming up against him because he's being loved by the father and he is loving the father. And then he's living in to the kingdom of God that is, was now brought to us by Jesus. And so we're being invited into this. And this is what's being said here. Seek first, seek first the kingdom of God. Don't seek success first. Don't seek, uh, um, you know, I, I think for me, one of the things is like seeking uh, attention or, or, or seeking status or something like that. Don't seek that first. No, no, seek the kingdom of God first, kingdom value first, God first, relationship. Jesus, as a result of his death and his resurrection, uh, 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 resurrection uh, created a way for us to be right with God, live into that relationship with him. And then be his masterpiece. Live out that masterpiece in the way that you love and live in this kingdom. And he says, the promise is this. And I love in so many of these promises is there's a declaration. Hey, seek first, right? Like kind of a command. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness is this idea of uh, living like Jesus um, and his righteousness. And then there's always a promise. And all these things will be added to you. And the question that we would have, obviously, is this. What things? What things will be added to us? Well, a peace that passes all understanding. How many of you right now, as you're listening to this, go, I just need peace. I just feel like I'm in so much tension, so much turmoil. I need peace. He's like, yeah, you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he's going to give that to you. Joy that is not situational, which means joy in the good times, joy in the bad times. Well, how can that be? If you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that will be added to you. That, that, that will be a, a, a natural byproduct of living that way. Security. How many for you, it's like, I just feel so insecure. I feel so unsafe right? Some of you are worrying about your future, your destiny, right? Some of you are worried about death, right? Oh, I don't want to die. You don't want to get sick. You're worried about your kids, right? You're worried, you know, some of you are worried about like, am I ever going to get married? Are we ever going to have a baby? Like all these different things, they, they create some insecurity in us and we feel unsafe. He's like, I'll give that to you. I can give that to you, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, satisfaction. Some of us are so unsatisfied, in life. He's like, I can satisfy you. I can give you what your soul desires. I can feed you in that way. I promise to do that, but you're going to have to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So go back to that. Start working through that idea of what does it mean to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? This is what it means to live in the reality that God really does love us. And that Jesus's death and his resurrection creates this amazing opportunity for us to, fe- to be whole. That's the idea of abiding. You know, if you read all through John 15, all of John 15 is, is coming and going, do you want to know what it means to be full? Do you want to know what it means to be satisfied? Abide in Christ. You see, kingdom living creates compelling purpose here on earth. Kingdom living creates compelling purpose here on earth. So what are the ways in which you and I are trying to live like earth when the kingdom of God is offered to you? 
You know, what are the ways in which you are trying to live like earth when the kingdom of God is being offered uh, to you? So may we live as sons and daughters of you, King Jesus, in everything we do for your glory and your honor. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.